Chicago, a future vision entertainment station. It's now time for the world famous Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair. All right, all right now. Well, how's everybody doing? Doing all right, Royce. How you doing, man? Good, man. I'm doing great. Doing great. Creator, let me make another day. And that's a good thing. Woke up looking at sun. I said, man, it's another day. Because it was dark outside. 
when I closed my eyes, woke up to some sun. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing? I'm What's going, going on, right. Curtis? All right. Everything all right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we say right. every day above ground is a good day. That's right. That's right. Make you smile. Yeah. Uh, what they say, the old folks say, uh, I'm on top of dirt. Dirt ain't on top oh, of me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of deep to even hear that, yeah, too. Yeah. You know what? Uh, we had a power outage here. Uh, oh, again, right, uh, right. I was thinking about this uh, movie, uh, uh, this old movie with Burl Ives. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, weather took some liberties to this place. Oh, yeah. Knocked power down oh, all yeah. over Harvey and everything. And uh, uh, people were without power for about a, a good uh, week. About a uh, a week, about a week, mm-hmm. but it, it it uh uh hopefully everybody is, uh went went through that with no problem, right? Uh, but I know all those groceries. I am so glad <laughs> that right. we didn't go grocery shopping. Groceries and the air conditioners. Well, so that yeah. was the scary part. I the, felt yeah you know, for the old, especially the elders. The elderly, yes. Right. Uh, uh, my wife, she likes to have the air conditioner blown. I was sort of glad mm-hmm. that the air conditioner wasn't working. Uh, but with the no fans pro- too now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can deal with the fans before I can deal with the air conditioner. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. so you all are saying all of that to let the audience know why we weren't on the air last week. Absolutely. That's what the whole thing Yes, was, that's pretty man. much it. Yeah. That was kind of a long way around there, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering. I said, "Now, nah, mm. you know, we, we, we ain't known for tact." <laughs> yeah, I can see that, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, first, let's start off with the sad statistics again. Uh, here in in Illinois, mm-hmm. in Chicago, the shooting numbers for the month of August: two hundred and eighty people. In August have been shot. Of that number, 34 of them are gone, deceased. Just this week, 97 people have been shot. And of that number, five of them are deceased. Mm -hmm. Now, those numbers have changed because just last night, six people were shot. And uh, so it's ridiculous there. Now let's go to the pandemic. On the planet, you have 22,745,274 people who have contracted the virus. And of that number, 794,093 people are no longer with us. In the United States, you have 5,729,000 769 people who have contracted the virus. Mm-hmm. And of that number, 176,922 people are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Right here in the state of Illinois, we passed the 200,000 mark. We're at 215,053 people have contracted the virus. And of that number, Last week, when we, uh, week before last, I should say, when we were here, it was 7,000 and something. Right now, it's 8,044 people are no longer with us because of the virus. It's simple. Put your mask on and uh, stay your distance. There you and go. it would slow a lot of this down, you know. Right. 
So who are you voting for? Well, that's a, <coughs> a little slick third way, a little quick, quick, mm-hmm. quick entry, but uh, yeah. yes. I want to make something perfectly clear to you. Mm-hmm. First, I want to ask you, Royce, what, what is the uh, vice president, Democratic vice president candidate's num- name? No, oh, you want a phone number? Wait a minute. Her name. It's, not uh, the oh, 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 that's, that's not over there. Phone there 909 something. Man, because she's out of California. Uh, oh, you want a name? Uh-huh. You don't know her name? What is it? You don't know her name? No, nobody know her name. That's Kamala. Uh, Curtis, what's her name? Her name is Kamala. Okay, and I know her name is Kamala Harris. So that means all of us in here at least know her name. Mm. The listening audience outside, hopefully all of them know her name. Mm-hmm. The Republican Trump, crazy folk following Trump, they've already started with a lot of different misinformation. They're trying to birth the right thing. I'm sure everybody's familiar with what they've been doing. Mm -hmm. But I want to make it perfectly clear. They could come out and say that Kamala was spotted on the corner, kneeling on one knee or close to a school, selling oral sex, and I'm voting for. Words have the power to move markets. They can start wars or broker peace. They can summon our better angels or awaken our worst instincts. You simply cannot fake your way through this job. As I've said before, being president doesn't change who you are. It reveals who you are. Well, a presidential election can reveal who we are, too. And four years ago, too many people chose to believe that their votes didn't matter. Maybe they were fed up. Maybe they thought the outcome wouldn't be close. Maybe the barriers felt too steep, whatever the reason. In the end, those choices sent someone to the Oval Office who lost the national popular vote by nearly three million votes. In one of the states that determined the outcome, the winning margin averaged out to just two votes per precinct. Two votes. And we've all been living with the consequences. When my husband left office with Joe Biden at his side, we had a record-breaking stretch of job creation. We'd secured the right to health care for 20 million people. We were respected around the world, rallying our allies to confront climate change. And our leaders had worked hand in hand with scientists to help prevent an Ebola outbreak from becoming a global pandemic. Four years later, the state of this nation is very different. More than 150,000 people have died and our economy is in shambles because of a virus that this president downplayed for too long. It has left millions of people jobless. Too many have lost their health care. Too many are struggling to take care of basic necessities like food and rent. Too many communities have been left in the lurch to grapple with whether and how to open our schools safely. Internationally, we've turned our back, not just on agreements forged by my husband, but on alliances championed by presidents like Reagan and Eisenhower. Because whenever we look to this White House for some leadership or consolation or any semblance of steadiness, what we get instead is chaos, division, and a total and utter lack of empathy. But right now, kids in this country are seeing what happens when we stop requiring empathy of one another. 
They're looking around wondering if we'd been lying to them this whole time about who we are and what we truly value. They see people shouting in grocery stores, unwilling to wear a mask to keep us all safe. They see people calling the police on folks minding their own business just because of the color of their skin. They see an entitlement that says only certain people belong here. That greed is good and winning is everything because as long as you come out on top, it doesn't matter what happens to everyone else. And they see what happens when that lack of empathy is ginned up into outright disdain. They see our leaders labeling fellow citizens enemies of the state while emboldening torch-bearing white supremacists. They watch in horror as children are torn from their families and thrown into cages and pepper spray and rubber bullets are used on peaceful protesters for a photo op. Sadly, this is the America that is on display for the next generation. A nation that's underperforming not simply on matters of policy, but on matters of character. And that's not just disappointing, it's downright infuriating. Because I know the goodness and the grace that is out there in households and neighborhoods all across this nation. And I know that regardless of our race, age, religion, or politics, when we close out the noise and the fear and truly open our hearts, we know that what's going on in this country is just not right. This is not who we want to be. So what do we do now? What's our strategy? Over the past four years, a lot of people have asked me, when others are going so low, does going high still really work? My answer, going high is the only thing that works. Because when we go low, when we use those same tactics of degrading and dehumanizing others, we just become part of the ugly noise that's drowning out everything else. We degrade ourselves. We degrade the very causes for which we fight. But let's be clear. Going high does not mean putting on a smile and saying nice things when confronted by viciousness and cruelty. Going high means taking the harder path. It means scraping and clawing our way to that mountaintop. Going high means standing fierce against hatred while remembering that we are one nation under God. And if we want to survive, we've got to find a way to live together and work together across our differences. And going high means unlocking the shackles of lies and mistrust with the only thing that can truly set us free, the cold hard truth. So let me be as honest and clear as I possibly can. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. Now, I understand that my message won't be heard by some people. We live in a nation that is deeply divided, and I am a black woman speaking at the Democratic Convention. But enough of you know me by now. You know that I tell you exactly what I'm feeling. You know I hate politics. But you also know that I care about this nation. You know how much I care about all of our children. So if you take one thing from my words tonight, it is this. If you think... Things cannot possibly get worse. Trust me, they can and they will if we don't make a change in this election. If we have any hope of ending this chaos, we have got to vote for Joe Biden like our lives depend on it. I know Joe. He is a profoundly decent man guided by faith. He was a terrific vice president. 
He knows what it takes to rescue an economy, beat back a pandemic, and lead our country. And he listens. He will tell the truth and trust science. He will make smart plans and manage a good team. And he will govern as someone who's lived a life that the rest of us can recognize. When he was a kid, Joe's father lost his job. When he was a young senator, Joe lost his wife and his baby daughter. And when he was vice president, he lost his beloved son. So Joe knows the anguish of sitting at a table with an empty chair, which is why he gives his time so freely to breathing parents. Joe knows what it's like to struggle, which is why he gives his personal phone number to kids overcoming a stutter of their own. His life is a testament to getting back up. And he is going to channel that same grit and passion to pick us all up, to help us heal and guide us forward. Now, Joe is not perfect, and he'd be the first to tell you that. But there is no perfect candidate, no perfect president. And his ability to learn and grow, we find in that the kind of humility and maturity that so many of us yearn for right now. Because Joe Biden has served this nation his entire life without ever losing sight of who he is. But more than that, he has never lost sight of who we are, all of us. Joe Biden wants all of our kids to go to a good school, see a doctor when they're sick, live on a healthy planet. And he's got plans to make all of that happen. Joe Biden wants all of our kids, no matter what they look like, to be able to walk out the door without worrying about being harassed or arrested or killed. He wants all of our kids to be able to go to a movie or a math class without being afraid of getting shot. He wants all our kids to grow up with leaders who won't just serve themselves and their wealthy peers, but will provide a safety net for people facing hard times. And if we want a chance to pursue any of these goals, any of these most basic requirements for a functioning society, we have to vote for Joe Biden in numbers that cannot be ignored. Because right now, folks who know they cannot win fair and square at the ballot box are doing everything they can to stop us from voting. They're closing down polling places in minority neighborhoods. They're purging voter rolls. They're sending people out to intimidate voters, and they're lying about the security of our ballots. These tactics are not new. But this is not the time to withhold our votes in protest or play games with candidates who have no chance of winning. We have got to vote like we did in 2008 and 2012. We've got to show up with the same level of passion and hope for Joe Biden. We've got to vote early, in person if we can. We've got to request our mail-in ballots right now, tonight, and send them back immediately. And follow up to make sure they're received. And then make sure our friends and families do the same. We have got to grab our comfortable shoes, put on our masks, pack a brown bag, dinner, and maybe breakfast too, because we've got to be willing to stand in line all night if we have to. Look, we have already sacrificed so much this year. So many of you are already going that extra mile. Even when you're exhausted, you're mustering up unimaginable courage to put on those scrubs and give our loved ones a fighting chance. Even when you're anxious, you're delivering those packages, stocking those shelves, and doing all that essential work so that all of us can keep moving forward. Even when it all feels so overwhelming, working parents are somehow piecing it all together without childcare. Teachers are getting creative so that our kids can still learn and grow. Our young people are desperately fighting to pursue their dreams. And when the horrors of systemic racism shook our country and our consciences, 
millions of Americans of every age, every background rose up to march for each other, crying out for justice and progress. This is who we still are. Compassionate, resilient, decent people whose fortunes are bound up with one another. And it is well past time for our leaders to once again reflect our truth. So it is up to us to add our voices and our votes to the course of history, echoing heroes like John Lewis, who said, when you see something that is not right, you must say something. You must do something. That is the truest form of empathy, not just feeling, but doing, not just for ourselves or our kids, but for everyone, for all our kids. And if we want to keep the possibility of progress alive in our time, if we want to be able to look our children in the eye after this election, we have got to reassert our place in American history. And we have got to do everything we can to elect my friend Joe Biden as the next president of the United States. Thank you all. God bless.
silken dream Take flight As the darkness gives way To the dawn You survived Now your moment has arrived Now your dream has finally Oh, oh, oh. 
Donald's Aunt Murdy, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. Now that y'all hear that last song, mm-hmm. Black Butterflies Matter. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> man, but like I was saying, man, you know, the Republican Party has already started a disgraceful attempt at bringing this woman to a point where she's not uh, respected, yeah. you might say. Trump calls her nasty. Why do yeah. you call her nasty? I, I got no idea. He said that's a nasty person. She's the first black female vice president nominee, and she's the finest one that's ever been nominated. Mm-hmm. How about that? Now they deny they had, that. They had one once before that was trying to put in there that was looking like her, looking real good. No, but go ahead. She, I, I, when never, I think of it, she I, was never nominated. <laughs> this woman has is the party's <laughs> vice presidential she, she, she candidate. Like she's pretty sharp too. No, she's there, the finest only, one in history. There was only three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the other two didn't look like nothing. Not like Kamala. Okay, not like her. No. Yeah. Kamala. They didn't get to the to the level that she's okay. achieved here. Okay. She is the vice presidential nominee. And she's the and an HBCU grad. Come on, now. That bad too. girl. And she's the, yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, what's a- the sorority? AKA. AKA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care if her mom and them come from Escort, South mm-hmm. Africa, <laughs> in the jungle. Like I said, I don't care what these Republicans come out talking about. I'm voting for her. Well, she a bad girl because she got a whole lot of blood. anyone else to do it. I just said she I'm bad because she got a whole lot of bloodlines. Yeah, she's rough. Oh, boy. Yes. Islands and <laughs> Jamaica. And That's what they can't stand. Nope. Trump can't take that. But the first voice that you heard, I'm sure everybody has heard it before, but this is like a, a review here. Uh-huh. That was Michelle Obama. Okay. First Lady Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to play the president. President Barack Obama. So we're not going to do a lot of talking. I want you to hear their opinion of the idiot in the White House at the moment. Mm. That's why we're doing this. It's important that you get out and vote. I'm not talking about what happens before we get to the election, mm-hmm. but do vote. Mm-hmm. Now I got somebody to vote for. Whether she wins or don't, she got my vote. Yeah. So if they say she didn't got none, they lied for real because I'm voting for her. I don't care if it's mail in, walk in, fly in, swim in. I'm going to the poll and put my vote in for Kamala Harris. Well, tell them to vote, Donald, and, I'm not, and, not, do and not tap this city anymore. Oh, well, I do that. Vote. Yeah, that's right. Do that. You know, and Black Lives Matter also, they have been infringed upon by uh, uh, some terrorists, you mm-hmm. might say. Oh, yeah. They took a, a cause that was just well intended mm-hmm. for our benefit, to, right. for us to get the foot off our necks and started rioting. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, be like, strong. Stop yeah, being like weak. I say, you know, be strong. might be something better yeah, coming, right. you know. So, right. I'm gonna check it out and see, and you know, hopefully it works out. Mm-hmm. But now we're gonna go to the president of the United States of America, 
President Barack Obama and hear what he has to say. I have sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision or continue my policies. I did hope, for the sake of our country, that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That he might come to feel the weight of the office and discover some reverence for the democracy that had been placed in his care. But he never did. For close to four years now, he has shown no interest in putting in the work. No interest in finding common ground. No interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends. No interest in treating the presidency as anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention he craves. Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't. And the consequences of that failure are severe. 170,000 Americans dead. Millions of jobs gone. Well, those at the top take in more than ever. Our worst impulses unleashed. Our proud reputation around the world badly diminished. And our democratic institutions threatened like never before. More than anything, what I know about Joe, what I know about Kamala, is that they actually care about every American and that they care deeply about this democracy. They believe that in a democracy, the right to vote is sacred, and we should be making it easier for people to cast their ballots, not harder. They believe that no one, including the president, is above the law, and that no public official, including the president, should use their office to enrich themselves or their supporters. They understand that in this democracy, the commander-in-chief does not use the men and women of our military who are willing to risk everything to protect our nation as political props to deploy against peaceful protesters on our own soil. They understand that political opponents aren't un-American just because they disagree with you. A free press isn't the enemy, but the way we hold officials accountable. That our ability to work together to solve big problems like a pandemic depend on a fidelity to facts and science and logic and not just making stuff up. None of this should be controversial. These shouldn't be Republican principles or Democratic principles. They are American principles. But at this moment, this president and those who enable him have shown they don't believe in these things. Tonight, I'm asking you to believe in Joe and Kamala's ability to lead this country out of these dark times and build it back better. This administration has shown it will tear our democracy down if that's what it takes for them to win. So we have to get busy building it up.
by pouring all our efforts into these 76 days and by voting like never before for Joe and Kamala and candidates up and down the ticket so that we leave no doubt about what this country that we love stands for today and for all our days to come. If Obama stayed largely on the Thank you. 
this is Jeff Johnson, and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by... Sign Daddy is here with printing is cheap, so you don't despair. One stop shop for your printing needs. Copy banners to obituaries. Open seven days a week, come stop in. Tony Blair the Sign Daddy for the win. Located in Bronzeville, we are the best. Tony Blair the Sign Daddy, different from the rest. Give us a call today. 312-789-4888 Even offering same-day service That's 312-789-4888 Alright, this is Royce Glamour Letting you know to watch the number one talent show in Chicago That's the Royce Glamour television show You can check it out on Comcast Channel 19 Or go to YouTube Hey. Check it out this Saturday, August the 22nd at 12 noon. What a show. Talent of all kind. Singers, poets, rap, dancers. And if you have talent, give us a call at 773-734-2739. Number one cleaners in the city of Chicago. That's Blair's Cleaners and Laundry Met. They're located at 7320 and 7322 South on Vincennes. If you want your clothes clean right, you better take them to blast. And if you need a car, a truck, or use a car, truck, but look brand new, give us a call at 773-734-2739. I'm getting ready to be getting my stomach brand new because I haven't had, I, I, I missed breakfast and I was going to do lunch, but now I'm here. So I called Harold's Chicken and uh, I'm going to get me some of them wings. I'll tell you all about it when it get here. Hi, my name is Opal Staples. And I'm Angel Gray. And we love Harold's Chicken on 87th Street. That's 87th and the Dan Ryan, to be more exact, on the State Street side of the Dan Ryan. If you want your food ready when you arrive at the store at 8653 South State Street, <laughs> Give the store a call at 773-874-8653 so that your food will be ready. You can go and pick it up and take it with you. That's Harold's Chicken, 8653 South State. Give them a call at 773-874-8653. Also, if you see one of the Harold's Chicken on-site cooking trucks out there somewhere, blow your horn, tell them to pull over, and they can serve you right off of the truck. So that's either of the two trucks that he has or the 8653 South State by giving him a call at 773-874-8653. If you have a hunger attack, you see a vending machine next to you. Check the logo on there and see if it says Healthy Natural Vending. If it does, it's a family-owned business. They've been in business for over eight years, and the product in that machine is fresh. If you're a business person looking for your own vending machines, give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending. He'll bring your vending machines over and keep the product in your machines fresh. Also for business persons, Angelo guarantees the highest commission in the industry. So give Angelo a call at 773-407-2908. That's 773-407-2908. Just visit them at the website at www.healthysnacksil.com. It's www.healthysnacksil.com.
about you? I got mine. Yeah, how about you? I'm straight, man. You know, I've, I've been saying this for a long time. All right, I guess we better. Well, come on, let's sing let's it, man. Let's go. Sometimes it seems like I just can't get close enough to you because I
They must have did because I sure heard some. I thought the music had to play all the way through. Let me see. Is that you, Cliff? That is. Hey, what's going on? What's up, man? What's going on? You got it. You got it. Yeah, but the doctor told me if I take my medicine every day, I can get rid of it. You give it up. You take it. But listen, somebody needs to give Lori Life with some medicine, man. Yeah. Look, let me let me run something down to you, man. If you run up on a bear, you see what I'm saying? You don't run away from him because that'll scare him, okay? And he's going to come after you. You don't run toward him because you're being aggressive. But if you run side to side, he may turn and go the other way because you're non-aggressive, okay? Yeah. Huh. Lori Lightfoot, Superintendent Police, stop pointing your finger at these young people. Mm. That's aggression. Mm. Being a professional magic player like I am, you have to learn body language long before you talk to somebody. Mm. Okay? Common sense is not common. I'm going to give you an example. They saying that they didn't know about this uh, riding that we're going to have, this last riding we had downtown. Listen, they had that on social media. They took a caravan of trucks and vans from 87 and Dan Ride. How long would it take you to get a line of defense right across 22nd Street? Yeah. Okay? Every car coming that way, I want to see you driving like this. They pick it out and yeah, y'all sit your ass back there. I mean, get your butt back that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I mean, that's easy to do. How you going to get down there where they at and then try to stop them? Yeah, yeah. Along with the fact they don't try to stop them anyway because they ain't going to do nothing to make Lori Lightfoot look good. Yeah. Now, listen, she alienated them when she got them federal marshals for bodyguards instead of Chicago police. Then she brought this boy in from out of town and put him in. Why you think all them boys in the top are retiring? Yeah. They didn't even have to sit by himself. They did 30 years on the job, in the trenches, in the alley, and then somebody from outside get promoted. Yeah, they, they, they said they got double the number of retirees this oh, yeah. month. Double. So, hey, man, it's just a, uh, you know, let's talk about these riots. These are just a small group of people that are doing these rioting. And Black Lives Matter has been totally hijacked, but it wasn't really for black people anyway. That was a group of, of homosexual lesbian women. And they use the term black lives because they don't have, they say anything indicating that they were lesbian, the average black person would support them. But that was never about us. They ain't never been about us. Okay? And then I'm going to talk about these black businesses. I tell people all the time, you know, shop with your people, shop with your people. But at the same time, I'm going to tell my people who got these businesses, y'all got to do a better job. Y'all just ain't going to get my money because you black. Okay, if the sign say you open a nine, open a nine. If you close it, if you got something on your menu, make sure you have it on your menu. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just telling you, man, it's just crazy out here. Uh, we we created a horror of craziness, man. 
and it starts at the top with Trump. And it, it just trickles down. It just trickles down, okay? Let, hey, let me ask you something. What is Camilla Harris going to do uh, um, that, uh, in regard to Roosevelt? In Roosevelt what? Roosevelt Street? No, Roosevelt the president. Oh, I have no idea, Cliff. What, what do you think? She's going to do what he did, do three times. Oh, yeah? Around about his third, third year, Mike's going to forget his name. She wants to finish his term. <laughs> and then she can run for re-election twice. That's 12 years instead of eight. Okay. Oh, let the game begin, man. Let the yeah, game begin. You say so, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know she turned black because it became convenient for her. Well, you know, I, I see that a little different, Cliff. Before okay. folks started digging into where she came from and all like that, when you saw her coming down the street, you said, here come that black woman, did you? Yeah, yeah. So she yeah. black. <laughs> but listen, Trump said the magic words. It is what it is. Yeah. Jane Brown said that it is what it is. That's who's running for vice president. She got all the credentials. She got all her ducks in the water. Come on, let's go. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say the same thing that I said to Tony Pegg over a month ago. Where is Joe Biden's office in Chicago? You cannot take these people for granted, man. Mm -hmm. You got to have some way of motivating these people on the streets, man, to get them to vote. And by the way, Kanye released his first ad today. He released his first ad today. He called uh, uh, Trump just totally idiotic and crazy. Called Joe Biden sleepy Joe with rape allegations on him. Did he talk about himself? One of the greatest hip hop artists of all time, nine Grammy Awards, billionaire. He ran his first ad today, man. And listen, let's tell you who's supporting us. Chance the Rapper. My guy, Nick Cannon. Okay. Kanye, who's a billionaire. Wife, a billionaire. His sister-in-law being there, yeah. and that's all they would love to do is be able to say they up in the White House giving a party. <laughs> they would well, break themselves. That'll be the feather in their cap to do that, man. So I'm just saying, just don't count him out. No, I'm, I'm not talking about him out, man, I'm just talking about the impact that he's going to have on this election, man. You, you know, he shouldn't run like that to draw these votes away from Joe Biden. Absolutely, and absolutely. Harris, you know, right? that's what he's doing. He's, 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 that's why I say uh, uh, Biden got to get busy, man. He got to be about this. Yeah. You let one snowflake fall, and them, and them people that, oh, man, them white folks going to do what they want to do anyway. They ain't even bother to go vote. Yeah, Michelle Obama, she kind of hinted around. She didn't say his name. She said, don't vote for somebody who has no chance to win. Right. But in, a, in this case, I think they should come right out and say, don't vote for... Uh, Man, Kanye, because he doesn't have a chance, so bring it out so that his, man, his man, followers will. You're in the water, you're in the water, probably the wind. You're not in no water, see how folks. Yeah, see, yeah, you want to stop him. Let him know what not to do. People are following, but let me say this here. When I was a little boy, man, I used to wonder how 10 cowboys can drive 50,000 herd of cattle across country. Let me tell you what they do. When all the ranchers would get their cows together, they put them down in a valley. All the cows be down in a valley. And then the cowboys would go up on a hill and look down at the valley at all the cows. And then they would see which one was more assertive. And then the ones they would put in the front. So they put them in the front. The rest of the cows just follow them all the way across country, man. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, man, watch the animals. But watch I'm the animals. Man. I was looking at my window the other day, man. Squirrel, busy as heck. 
They're grabbing nuts and throwing them in the ground. I said, let me get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Summer's over. Okay, it's 90 degrees. Summer's over because the animals will let you know. Hey, Cliff. Oh, Kanye, man, you got to come out and say it. Don't waste your vote on Kanye West. We need to vote over here with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you know, because he has people that are going to follow him. And he's Absolutely. not, there's a good chance of him not winning. And then he's all taking all of these votes. Somebody get next to him and say, hey, man, this is the way we should go. Now, hopefully, that could possibly be me. Because let me tell you what's going on. I was supposed to premiere my show with Nick Cannon and his media group Sunday. Okay? They so excited about the things that I'm talking about that they want me to do my show tomorrow. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock, I'm on the air with Nick Cannon and media going all over the world, United States, Canada, Africa, and all that other good stuff. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock, drive time. I'm going to be on the air doing my show and I asked a lot of the people on, that on Facebook, I said, give me some names of some people that um, come out of Chicago, because the name of my show is Just Chicago. And listen, they, you, they just give me an abundance of names. So my show tomorrow is going to be just basically based on who are some of the people that impact people that came out of Chicago. From the policy men, to Al Capone, to Michael Jordan, to Walter Payton, this city here is the number one city. It's not no second city. It's number one city. And Lloyd Light put his over her head. You see what I'm saying? The superintendent police are over their head. And both of them have alienated themselves when they're out there fighting by themselves, man. Yeah. They better get some common people, man, to help them run. I don't care how good the Army is, how good the Navy is, all that. You got to have troops on the ground. And none of them have troops on the ground. There's nobody in Lori Lightfoot's cabinet that came from Chicago. Nobody. Yeah. Every time they want to go somewhere, they got to get a map or Google it. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey man, I'm gone. All right, Cliff. We'll talk to you next week, man. Listen, it's always a treat when real fellas meet, and I'll see y'all. All right, All right. later. All right, Chicago, a Future Vision Entertainment Station.
Marianne, Donald's granddaughter, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and my granddaddy. So we're back. We're right here. Right we're where back. we started from, huh? All right. <laughs> now, you, we was getting ready to go into what now? Yeah, uh, Cliff had mentioned the National Guard. You know, mm-hmm. Mayor Lightfoot said that these aldermen who are petitioning to get the National Guard to come here are mm-hmm. grandstanding. Okay. A couple of them, she says, now, I don't know which two she was in reference to or whatever. But here's something, man. If the police department can't handle this, then for four months or two months, let the National Guard come in and get this stuff under control. Mm-hmm. You had some people that went to a funeral yesterday. And when they came back, I don't know to which house they came back to after the funeral. Somebody came and shot six of them. Now, if those people were involved with something and then somebody came and shot them, you know, that's, I guess, in the game or some revenge or something. But what about the next door neighbors? They may go to church every day, all day long. You don't know. These citizens are asking for some kind of help because this violence is in the area, the police department is obviously, uh, they don't have the manpower to do it or the, the, uh, personnel to do it because they're women and men police. So bring the National Guard in and get help. And, and it's not grandstanding if, if that's their motive. I don't know if if she knows for absolute that they want to be on TV. Well, I, but I thought the feds were already here. Who was that they just sent over here? Oh, that's some two kind weeks of ago. some kind of little hundred and fifty federal people, man. Okay, that, so I, that didn't do nothing. Yeah, I'm talking about tanks and right. jets and everything. Okay. And bring the National Guard yeah. on Have in here. Have somebody sit on every block in the city. If that's what it takes, so that Have people a guard can come on out every of every block in the city. So that people can come out of their houses and That's go right. to the grocery store if there's still one there, that the uh, people who took over uh, Black Lives Matter and harmed it, uh, if they haven't destroyed the grocery store, so they can go to the store and whatever. All right, so what about, what about uh, every, you got 50 wards. How about a unit in every ward? There you go. Yeah. yeah. You see? Yeah, that's good. You you uh have people, man, that can't come out of the house because of this, mm-hmm. and you can't protect them. You need some help, yeah. plain yeah. and simple. I'm not all for the National Guard like, you know, I love the Army or something or another. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if that's the help that will help, right. then that's who you bring in. It's not some shameful thing like uh, the police can't handle it and got to get some help. No, the police are doing their job, mm-hmm. and the National Guard is going to help them. They're going to do their job. And if necessary, the Army, Navy, Marines, right. whatever it takes so that Sister that Sally and them can yeah. get up, the kids can go out in the front yard and play, and she can go to church, to the grocery store, whatever, and the kids are still there. 
I saw yesterday where somebody on Facebook said that they witnessed some little kid get snatched up. Oh, wow. Curtis was just telling me where what happened with the shooting, man. Uh, there was a, uh, a murder on uh, 90, 92nd and Halsted. As a matter of fact, it, this was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so and the body was just laying there. Wow. Yeah. Now, you, you got all of that going on. You got looting going on. There's 13,000 and so police, and they're retiring double what they did last year or whatever, wherever the count comes from, last month, last year. They doubled the number of retirees. Mm-hmm. You need of, some kind of help. There are a lot of cops that I know personally who was telling me that they don't even have their 20 years in, but they will remove themselves from the equation just to get out. Yeah, they're yeah. ready to go. They're, they're ready to go right now. Because people have stopped respecting them, you might say. No more respect. You know, and, and the job Well, some of their could, co-workers not made it hard on that, too, now. Yeah. Some of their co-workers made it hard. Well, the, the yeah. model of the Chicago Police Department is that we serve and protect. But mm-hmm. our job, we have a job as long as while they have a job. Right. They mm-hmm. serve and protect. We're supposed to listen and respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, don't, and we don't do that. Right. So why should they do that? You know, and, and they have families. They want to go home to their oh, families, you know. Yeah. And, All cops aren't bad. <laughs> right. Got a lot of good cops out there. And, and you got, that's what I was going to say, you got good cops that are trying their best. Mm-hmm. You might have a couple of little rotten apples in there, or whatever you want to call them, that are doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing, man. But if they need some help, to solve this stuff, get the dat gum help, Miss Mayor. Yeah, you know. It, so what if it looked like we can't? Right. Until we can, you know. Yeah. And and leave. We're gonna leave that alone because we we're running kind of short here. And I, I got uh, First Lady Hillary Clinton to talk to. These were three people who I think are known all over the planet. And I think their opinion counts. And their opinion about Trump is what you've heard so far from Michelle Obama, First Lady Michelle Obama, and President Barack Obama. And you're going to hear from First Lady uh, Hillary Clinton after we do this little thing here. But Trump has come out and said that he gave Susan B. Anthony a full pardon. We're 70 or 80-something days away from an election. And you, the leader of the free world, where democracy and voting is supposed to count, Mm -hmm. come out and pardon somebody that was locked up for illegally voting? Mm -hmm. You're telling people to go out and illegally vote, I might pardon you, or I'm going to pardon you. Don't worry about it. Just make sure you get me back up in this joint here. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. To me, Mm. you know, right 80 days away from election, and you pardon somebody. And what she uh, was charged with, I believe, was in 1872. 1873, she was convicted for voting illegally the the year before. The 19th Amendment came into effect, where giving the women the right women to the right to vote. Now that's bad. Women are supposed to be able to vote. Everybody, every 
homo sapien on the planet that is an American is supposed to be able to vote in the American election. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. You know. But for you to say, I'm going to pardon her, Mm -hmm. you're not pardoning her because you now like women or something. You did it because you're telling your cronies, your little gang out there, Go on and illegally do this. Yeah, well, they just, uh, the National Susan B. Anthony Museum and House basically today told Trump to take his pardon back. They yeah, declined it. That's beautiful. <clears throat> and, 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 you know, not only did he do that, but he's, uh, uh, all into the post office, getting the United States Postal Service to take boxes off of the corner. And, and sorting machines. And all kind of stuff like they that. They stopped that, didn't they? They said the post office, uh. There's an NBC report that's saying that they're still doing it. Uh, they have pictures, they have pictures and everything. Oh, okay. All of that to me is kind of treasonous. He's a traitor, man. And Putin may have told him what to do uh, in, in regard to this. This you is know? Putin's playbook. Putin. The reason why Kanye West is an opponent of this in this election now is because Putin did the same thing when he ran uh, for re-election as president of Russia. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing. Yeah. See, and, and like I said before, when Cliff was on, man, uh, Michelle Obama hinted around that it was Kanye West. But you need to come out and just say Kanye, pull out of this race, man. Right. Because whatever Trump or whoever's got you in this race running is dividing the vote that we need to beat this man because they, the enemy, they're going to come out and vote, man. And oh, we need every one of us to get out and vote. Oh, yeah. You know, and for you to take those who may follow you away, that, that's, man, you might want to reconsider. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's just terrible, man. And I was thinking too about uh, Trump saying that th- there were good people and bad people. I heard this house N word, Larry Elder, last night. Yeah, saying that uh, Trump didn't say that the neo Nazis and the white supremacists were good people when he made the statement about there were good people and bad people on both sides. That's bull. If the Black Panther Party is holding a meeting and you go to the that gum meeting, I'll go one better than that. Mm -hmm. These rioters out here that Mm -hmm. were tearing up stuff, are there some good people in there too, Trump? No, they was all black Mm -hmm according to your people, all black and riders. So how could anybody that was standing on the side of them protesting be anything but one of them Mm -hmm. in your view, unless you interviewed them and you know that they weren't and they would just happen to be standing over there. Other than that, everybody on that side, were neo-Nazis or whatever and white supremacists, and they were against those people who were demonstrating. Mm-hmm. Call it like it is. What, what did they say the new thing is? It is what it is? It is what it is. 
is. Quit tiptoeing around this stuff. This is war. War. Get out there and, and do something to get that idiot out of that, that gun White House. Here's former first lady Hillary Clinton. If Trump is reelected, things will get even worse. That's why we need unity now more than ever. Remember back in 2016 when Trump asked, what do you have to lose? Well, now we know our health care, our jobs, our loved ones, our leadership in the world, and even our post office. But let's set our sights higher than getting one man out of the White House. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to give us so much to vote for. Let's vote for the jobs that Joe's plan will create, clean energy jobs to fight climate change, caregiving jobs with living wages. Vote for emergency relief that lifts small businesses and saves hardworking people from foreclosures and evictions. It's wrong that billionaires got $400 billion richer during the pandemic while millions lost their $600 a week in extra unemployment. Vote for the parents and teachers struggling to balance children's education and safety and for health care workers fighting COVID-19 with little help from the White House. Vote for paid family leave and health care for everyone, for Social Security, Medicare, and Planned Parenthood. Vote for DREAMers and their families. Vote for law enforcement purged of racial bias that keeps all our streets safe. Vote for justice for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery, because black lives matter. Vote for honest elections so we, not a foreign adversary, choose our president. Vote for the diverse, hopeful America we saw in last night's roll call. And don't forget, Joe and Kamala can win by three million votes and still lose. Take it from me. So we need numbers overwhelming so Trump can't sneak or steal his way to victory. Text VOTE 30330 to get started. A hundred years ago yesterday, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution was ratified. It took seven decades of suffragists marching, picketing, and going to jail to push us closer to a more perfect union. Fifty-five years ago, John Lewis marched and bled in Selma because that work was unfinished. Tonight, I'm thinking of the girls and boys who see themselves in America's future because of Kamala Harris, a black woman, the daughter of Jamaican and Indian immigrants, and our nominee for vice president. This is our country's story, breaking down barriers and expanding the circle of possibility. And to the young people watching, don't give up on America. Despite our flaws and problems, we've come so far. We can still be a more just, equal country with opportunities previous generations could never have imagined. There's a lot of heartbreak in America now. And the truth is, many things were broken before the pandemic. But as the saying goes, the world breaks everyone. And afterward, many are strong at the broken places. That's Joe Biden. He knows how to keep going, unify, and lead because he's done that for his family and country. So come November, if we're strong together, we'll heal together. We'll redeem the soul and the promise of our country, led by President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris.
Somewhere around 
You see, not only that, you see, I'll be your bridge over troubled waters. You see, the reason why I say this, baby, is because I love you, girl. I love you so much, or sometimes I can't even explain. You see, you're like a flower that blooms in any season. And that's why I like to say, you're my flower, baby. You're my flower. Oh, baby.
Donald Sneath, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Challenge Show with Royce and Donald. All right, y'all know who that was. Oh, my. It oh, was oh, Grant. Yeah, who was it? Hey, Royce. I said, hey, Grant. I can't talk long because me and Willie heard that song and we ran to the bedroom because we went back to exercise. We're going back and forth. Oh, it feels so good. So I'll call y'all later. I said, all right, Grant. Have a good, <laughs> have a good one. Back and forth. Back and forth. I don't know what they was doing. They, she said exercise. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know. Poor Willie. I mean, yeah, poor Willie. Yeah. Oh, he's all right. I hope they were back and forth praying. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. Royce, we're at your favorite part of the show. Oh, shit. What might that be, Royce? That sound like something popping, stealing, and cheating twist. <laughs> no, that's not Granny and Willie. No. <laughs> What's, what part of the show do you think it's we the might pop? Yeah, that's it, man. And we get right on into it. This young lady was born in this month in 1963, and she passed in the second month of 2012. Female vocalist. I got this one. Whitney Houston. Got it, got it. Right on the daggum head. All right, we'll go to the next one then. See, See if you all can catch on to that one. This young man was a male vocalist. He also played an instrument. See, I didn't tell you that. Okay. Played an instrument. He was born in this month in 1942, and he died in this month of 2008. Did, male vocalist. Did he make this song? Um. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, he made that song. Yeah. He didn't make this song uh, by the time I get to Phoenix, did he? Yeah, he, he did do that. Did he make that one? That oh, one, that's one. He did that one? Yeah. Oh, that was Isaac. Hey. Isaac Hayes. Yeah, you got that one. All right, okay. <laughs> I thought you was going to do the whole daggone no. song. Uh, uh, kind of got me to do that. <laughs> All right, we, we go down to a female vocalist. Okay. She was born in the third month of 1942, and she died in this month. Two years ago. You said she died? She died. Female vocalist. Oh, wait a minute. He's cheating. I told, I told you, Curtis, he cheats. I had mm-hmm. almost uh, uh, missed the whole thing well, here. Yeah. This is a male vocalist that we, I'm going to do cheating. now. It was a paper on the floor. What would you say, Donald? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in this month of 1919, and he passed... No, in uh, 1901. Let me get it right. Can you do it again? Male vocalist born in this month in 1901. And he passed in the seventh month of 1971. Male vocalist. Okay, great jazz singer. And the airport in New Orleans is named after him. Louis Satchmo Armstrong. Okay. You know it. All right. All right. Now I'm going to go to the female vocalist that I started to go to in the first place. She was born in the third month, and she passed in 1942. I mean, she was born in in 1942 in the third month. And she passed in this month two years ago. What song did she make? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Aretha. 
Got it right. All right, he got See, it. See, Royce oh, didn't goodness. know. All right. Because I, I didn't know I, that. I needed to come know. right on back to you. That's I didn't what know. I should have did. Right. Okay, uh, this young man was born in the 10th month uh-huh. of 1957. Uh-huh. He passed in this month of 2008, and he was one of the last of his trade okay. that are really actually doing what his trade did, what his his uh, genre of, of uh, entertainment was. He's one of the last ones. All right. When I was riding motorcycles, mm-hmm. I had the opportunity of meeting this brother a couple of times over. We had the same friend, and over 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 the I don't want to say the name, but I saw him about two times. I ran into him two times over there. Bernie Mac. Got that right. Okay. <clears throat> now we do this because these people were entertainers. Bernie Mac was one of the last comedians that there there. Are mm-hmm. you you got uh, a, a few that are still around that are good? I won't mention their names right now, but it's getting down to just sitting out, pointing out in the crowd, finding somebody and picking on them all the while, and they pay money to come and see you. Mm-hmm. But he's one of the last comedians. Oh yeah, these other people were vocalists and musicians, and whatever they said they did, they had to do it. If they were vocalists, they had to sing. If they were dancers, they had to dance. If they were poets, they had to have some rhymes going on. If they were musicians, they had to actually play music. Because there were no synthesizers and stuff and spinning Mm -hmm. rims and raining and uh, on the pole and your mama this and all like that. They got out there and did it live and they did it well. And what do we call that at the Royce Glamour Show, Royce? And they also had to keep the talent alive. Sun is shining, there's plenty of light. Oh, I'm the day is dawning. Sunny and bright But after I've been Crying all night The sun is cold And the new day seems old Since I lost my baby 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 The are singing And the children are playing There's plenty of work and the bosses are paying Not a sad word Should a young heart be saying But fun is a bull And with money I'm poor Since I lost my baby Since I lost my baby
Jeff Johnson and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by... Seven days a week, come stop in. Tony Blair, the sign daddy for the win. Located in Bronzeville, we are the best. Tony Blair, the sign daddy, different from the rest. Give us a call today. 312-789-4888. Even offering same-day service. That's 312-789-4888. Watch it, Tony Blair. This is Royce Glamour letting you know to watch the longest-running talent show in Chicago. That's the Royce Glamour Talent Show. And you can watch it on Comcast Channel 19. This Saturday is the 22nd at 12 noon. What a show. Singers, dancers, rap, some of the finest models in the city. Check it out or go to YouTube and and check out the Royce Glamour Show. Hey, number one cleaners in the city of Chicago, that's Blair's Cleaners and Laundry Mat. They're located at 7320 and 7322 South on Vincennes. If you want your clothes clean right, take them to Blair's. If you need a good used car, give us a call at 773-734-2739. Those used cars look like they're brand new. And right now they at the door, so you see me talking fast, I'm sorry. But uh, Harold's Chicken is at the door with my chicken wings. I am really famished. I- I'll be right there. I'm coming. I'm on my way. Hi, my name is Opal Staples. And I'm Angel Gray. And we love Harold's Chicken on 87th Street. That's 87th and the Dan Ryan to be more exact. <laughs> build the Dan Ryan Expressway and you exit at 87th Street. They want you to turn to the east and go to the State Street side. 8653 South State. But before you go, give them a call at 773-874-8653 so your food will be ready when you arrive at the Harold's Chicken Store. If you see one of the cooking trucks out somewhere, toot your horn. Maybe they'll pull over because they got all of the same stuff that the restaurant does on the truck. It's 8653 South State. Give them a call before you go at 773-874-8653. Harold's Chicken. If you have a hunger attack, you see a vending machine next to you. Check the logo. See if it says Healthy Natural Vending. If it does, it's a family-owned business. They've been in business for over eight years, and the product in that machine is fresh. If you're a business person looking for your own vending machines, give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending. He'll bring your uh, machines over. 
and keep the product in your machines fresh. Also for business persons, Angelo guarantees the highest commission in the industry. So give them a call at 773-407-2908. That's 773-407-2908. Just visit them at the website at www.healthysnacksil.com. That's www.healthysnacksil.com.
My song is Special Love, but you're also listening to a special radio show. You're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. Hey, y'all. Had a ball. They said it was time for us to go, man. We're going to keep it going? Well, let's keep it rolling then. Keep it going. Donald, what you got to say? Because you're looking at me crazy. I'm wondering what you're doing. <laughs> now, you want me to get the numbers again? Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. The numbers. Mm-hmm. All these people that's then left us with yeah. the virus. We'll start off with the city of Chicago and the shooting uh, statistics. Mm-hmm. But a month of August, you have 280 shootings. Of those, you have 34 who are no longer with us. For the week... This just this week, and you still got two more days in the week, or so. You got ninety-seven shootings, and of those, five are dead. And as I said earlier, that number may be off a little bit because last night you had six people shot, and Curtis uh, reminded us of one that was shot earlier yesterday, wasn't it, Curtis? About two two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm. So. 
zero. That that number might not be in here, but uh, as I said, it's ninety-seven shootings is what they're showing, and uh, five of them are no longer, no longer with us mm-hmm. on the planet. With the pandemic, you have twenty-two million seven hundred and forty-five thousand two hundred and seventy-four people who have contracted the virus. And of that, you have 794,093 people who are no longer with us. In the uh, United States, you have 5,729,769 people who contracted the virus. And of that, you have 176,922 people who are no longer with us. And that is the... Uh, same number that, uh, President Barack Obama was saying. He said 170,000, uh, Hillary did, and so did Michelle. The numbers are extremely high. And Barack, I'm uh, not Barack, excuse me. Trump comes out and says that, uh, Michelle recorded her message, irregardless of how it got there, she got it there, because she had said 150, so it was done a long time ago. So since she did it, Trump, from then 150 till now, 26,000 more people have died, if you want to look at it that way. 26 more thousand people since she recorded it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far as death of that 5 million people, you have 176,922 people who have died in the United States. In the state of Illinois, you have gone over the 200,000 mark. You're at 215,053 people who have contracted the virus. And of that, you have 8,044 people who are no longer with us. We need to practice wearing your mask and social distancing. And don't let these distractions keep you away from voting for the right candidate, somebody that has some kind of humanity, get out there and cast your vote. No, you don't have to start crying now, Donald. I know. I, you all right? Get, you got some clinics. I'm good. Oh, you back? Yeah. Okay. So now you got to we'll vote. You got to vote. Yeah. You got to vote. And I will will say this. uh, People who are wondering about their voting status, if they are looking to find out where their polling places are, when they are early voting, when uh, uh, registering for early voting or registering to vote by mail, they can go to a website, Mm IWillVote.com. That's IWillVote.com. It gives you... Uh, put the state that you are residing in, and it will give you any and all information mm-hmm. about how to cast your ballot this year. There you go. Okay. And it is imperative that you do that because if this guy gets back in there, like those people who who you used to uh, listen to said, you think it can get worse? <laughs> it is going to get worse. Oh, yeah. Not will it. It is if he gets back in there, get worse than it already is. And that's hard to imagine how it can do that. So once again, go vote. And in between now and election day, if there's something going on that you can be a participant in and not the looting and whatever, mm-hmm. that's going to help yeah. get out there and do that too. 
and stop taking these guns and killing people every day. There you go.
Jennifer Blair, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. All right. <clears throat> so we're back. We got something to say about what? Uh, we're talking about what? See you later. Soul Train. Right. Yeah, because uh, yeah. this Versus week marks the 50th anniversary okay. of the original Soul Train, the okay. one in Chicago on Channel 26. Right. And that was 50 years ago uh, with uh, Don Cornelius at the Board of uh, Trade Building mm-hmm. on the top floor. And it, the show was originally sponsored by Sears Roebuck and Company. And the first show had Jerry Butler, the Shy Lights, and the Emotions. Check that out. Yeah, that was a bad show. Very yeah. first show. Now, after they did the local show, uh-huh. a year and a half later, they went into national syndication for 30 years. Right. Hollywood. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you got it? Well, I had a ball. You know, let's uh, clean your lives up out there because you never know what will happen when you, when you get ready to check out. So you don't want to leave here being a nasty, dirty person. This is Royce Glamour next week. Peace be unto you. King James Version of the Bible. John chapter 13, verse 33, 34, and 35. Until next Thursday at 3 o'clock. See ya. Listening to the Worst Glamour Show with Worst Glamour and Donald Blair on Dusty Radio, a future vision entertainment station. The following program is broker programming, and the contents therein are the responsibility of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of Dusty Radio, Future Vision Entertainment, its sponsors and advertisers.